welcome in to Middle Tennessee Baseball coming to you today from Huntington, West Virginia on a sunny Sunday uh, morning here as the Blue Raiders and the Thundering Herd will face off in a doubleheader. Yesterday's game was canceled because of uh, bad weather, and it's a good thing because it was misty and cold and raining most of the uh, afternoon yesterday. So whoever made the decision to move the game uh, to Sunday, I think, made a wise decision. The teams will play two seven-inning games today with uh, about half an hour in between. As Marshall won uh, the opening game of the series on Friday night by a score of, uh, Friday afternoon rather, a score of 11 to 7. The Raiders come in with a record of 13 and 15, and in Conference USA, they are 5 and 5. Marshall, with the win, is now 14, 16, and 1. They are 4 and 6 in Conference USA. And of course, they've got a leg up in taking this uh, three game series with a win on Friday. So the Raiders have their work cut out for them today. They'll have uh, sophomore right hander Eric Swan going in game one. Game two's starter has not been announced. I expect it will be. Uh, depending on how game one goes. Of course, Peyton Wigginton has not been used, and uh, he would probably be the starter in game two if he's not needed in game one. So we'll just have to see how that uh, works out. Blue Raiders under Coach Jim Tolman in his fourth year, and uh, Thundering Herd under Coach Jeff Wagner in his 16th year as head baseball coach here at Marshall University. We're at the Kennedy Center YMCA complex, just a few miles out of downtown Huntington. The infield is all turf with exception of the pitcher's mound, which is uh, real dirt. The outfield is real grass. And uh, we'll see if it's dried out a little bit uh, from Friday after that all day rain yesterday. The wind is going to be not quite as much of a factor today, but it's still blowing out left to right. We'll check the uh, we'll check the temperature and the wind velocity in just a moment. Get it updated for game time, but uh, I'm expecting it's uh, going to be a little bit less than the uh, 10 to 20 mile an hour gales we had blowing out, which resulted in several home runs. In the ball game on Friday, the Raiders had home runs from Mason Spears and Luke Benson, while Marshall, uh, Williams, Leach, and Schaefer all went deep in the game on Friday. Starting pitchers, as we mentioned, Eric Swan for the Raiders. It will be right-hander Patrick Copen, a sophomore, will be getting the nod for the Thundering Herd today. We will take a break, and when I come back, be talking with Blue Raider outfielder Luke Benson, who had his first Blue Raider home run on Friday. That's coming up right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. 
Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Fishing with Blue Raider outfielder Luke Benson, who got his first Blue Raider home run yesterday. Congratulations. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. How did that feel? Uh, it was a cool, it was cool, uh, cool feeling. You know, you, getting that first one's always a good, uh, good feeling to have. So it was cool. It was cool. Okay, we uh, we hit the ball pretty good yesterday. Came up a bit short in the run department but we've got a chance to it's always a new day yes sir yeah, it's always a new day uh the past is in the past and you got to keep looking ahead to the next uh next few games so let's see if we can get two today and see what happens all right tell me about playing center field in that win the other day uh it was i mean it was challenging you know the sun was or was a uh, high early so uh just kind of getting a feel for the wind is uh it's kind of something part of the game too so is what it is really so. the wind looks like it's flowing from the same direction today but not quite as hard 
Plus, you've got uh, blue skies up above. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it might be a little bit challenging just because of the sun and not much clouds, but I don't think the wind should be too big of an impact for today. So. Yeah. All right. You have, uh, you're probably one of the fastest guys on the team, and you like to bunt a lot. Did you do a lot of that in high school? Uh, yeah, I tried, I tried to attempt to at least win a game, but uh, yeah, bunting is just kind of, a, uh, kind of a game I like to have, you know. And uh, it's just using the speed to my advantage, I guess, so to speak. So. You know, they say that stealing bases is an art, not a matter of speed necessarily, mm -hmm. but timing and, and reading the pitcher. And uh, how, do you, how do you find it when you get on base? Uh, really, it's just kind of good jumps, really, just kind of seeing the uh, pitcher go and then not really worrying about it, just kind of using your running ability to get there. So. You've got a little brother at Oakland who's going to be a future Blue Raider, I understand. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's going to be here next year, so that'll be pretty cool to play with my brother, so we'll see how that goes. So. All right. Well, congratulations on that first home run, and uh, let's uh, let's grab a couple today, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get two today. So. Yeah. And that is uh, Luke Benson, Blue Raider center fielder, got his first uh, collegiate home run in the game on Friday here in Marshall, or in Huntington, West Virginia, against Marshall. Time now for today's starting lineups, presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. Find out more at ascend.org. Ascend is insured by the NCUA. Two coaches have met with the umpires at home plate. The lineups have been exchanged, and here is the Blue Raider lineup, which will be uh, facing pitcher Patrick Copen for Marshall. Fausto Lopez will lead off and play shortstop. Tied for the league or for the team lead in home runs with six. J.T. Mabry bats second and plays second base. Jackson Galloway will be in left field. He will hit third. The cleanup hitter will be the catcher, Mason Spears, leading hitter on the team at 341. In the number five spot, Wyatt Morgan. He'll be the DH today. Brett Coker will play third base and bat sixth. Tatsunori Nagishi will be at first base, hitting seventh. In right field, Brian Dillingham bats eighth. Luke Benson, our guest on the pregame show will be in center field and bat ninth and on the mound will be right-hander Eric Swan a sophomore out of Oakland High School in Murfreesboro the Marshall team is taking the field we will have the national anthem in just a moment and then we'll be set to play baseball. So, right now, let's take our final break. We'll be back with first pitch coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And welcome back in. It's about time for Blue Raider baseball as Marshall has taken the field. We've had the playing of the national anthem. Right now, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you on a sunny and still a little bit chilly. Now Sunday afternoon in Huntington, West Virginia, 54 degrees will be the game time temperature. Wind is out of the west at six miles an hour. And looking at the flagpole in left field, seems to be blowing in from left field earlier. Uh, out of the west-northwest, it was blowing out a little bit toward right field as it was on Friday. But for right now, the wind seems to be blowing in from left field. So it should hold up any fly balls hit out that way in left, left center. It's about 3.30 down each line, maybe 3.35. They don't have it marked here. 400 to straightaway center field, and I'm guessing 3.65 to 3.70 in the power alleys in left and right center. There is a fence, I would, uh, I'm guessing about a maybe an eight-foot fence around the field with a yellow uh, top, which uh, I think would mean a home run if it hits that yellow. And we did have five hit out of here on Friday as Fausto Lopez makes his way to home plate to lead it off for the Raiders. Your home plate umpire today is Connor Hoagland, Richard Katz at first base, and the home plate umpire from Friday, Andrew Glenn, is down at third base today. I'll set Marshall defensively for you and get their batting order uh, when they come up in the first inning. But they will have much the same 
defensive lineup as they had on Friday. Lopez steps in and the first pitch of the game is swung on and fouled straight back. And we are underway here at, uh, I've got, I've got 12.01 local time. 11.01 at home. One strike to Lopez. Lopez, Mabry, and Galloway here in the first inning against Patrick Copen. Check swing and a foul tip back into the catcher's mitt for strike two. Copen making his eighth appearance and fifth start of the season. He's one and one with a 6.18 earned run average. Swing and a foul back. Count holes at 0 and 2. This right-hander's gone 27 of two-thirds innings, allowed 26 hits, 19 earned runs. He has given up three home runs, and in 27 and two-thirds has walked 19 and struck out 24. Opponents hitting 250 against him. Lopez fouls it off to the right side. That's going to be out of play. And we've got a South Pole umpire, Connor Hoagland, who returns the ball to the mound. 54 degrees, uh, we've got a few scattered clouds with bright sunshine here on a Sunday morning. West wind at six, the pitch is swung on and missed as the catcher makes the tag, ball popped out of his mitt. Leach was there to make the tag on Lopez and that is out number one here in the first inning. Copen gets his first strikeout. Batter is J.T. Mabry, the second baseman. Mabry stands in, hitting 268 on the season. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. J.T. was one for three in the opener on Friday. Copen the right-hander. Tall and slim as this pitch is fouled off to the left side and out of play. Up at 6'6", 215 pounds from Belfry, Ohio. He is a sophomore. The pitch high. That's the first pitch out of the strike zone. And it is one ball and two strikes to Mabry. He'll be followed by Jackson Galloway. Full slate of games in the league today. We'll catch you up on what's happening. Breaking ball swung on and missed. Mabry down on strikes. Two up, two down for the Raiders in the first inning. Here's Galloway. Let's see, Jackson Friday, two for four. Put his batting average up at 299. Right-handed batter. And Copen's pitch swung on foul back into the net behind home plate. We're only about 25, 30 feet behind home plate. Press box here is very close to the field. We've got a good close up view of home plate. As the one strike pitch is coming and it's swung on and fouled out of play to the right. 
And my outside mic will pick up a lot of the crowd noise and might be able to hear a little banter at home plate. If you listen carefully. You supply of, umpire, of uh, baseballs to the plate umpire. Third base, Luke Williams. Shortstop is Jordan Blanton. Second baseman, Travis Sankovich. And first baseman is Daniel Karinchi. And there is strike three called. And the Raiders down on strikes. One, two, three in the first inning. Nothing across as Copen strikes out the side. So the Raiders down in the first inning. Three up, three down. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee nothing. And Marshall coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the first inning as right-hander Eric Swan takes his warm-up tosses with Mason Spears. Marshall will hit this way. Travis Sankovich, second base, leading off. Luke Edwards playing third will hit second. Cole Williams in left field hitting third. Ryan Leach, the catcher, bats fourth. Kyle Schaefer plays right field, hits fifth. The number six hitter is Jordan Billups in center field. The D.H. Drew Steelhammer will bat seventh. Daniel Carinci at first base hits eighth. And Jordan Blanton, the shortstop, bats ninth. Copen, the pitcher for Marshall. Swan, the pitcher for middle, and both standing 6-6 and over 200 pounds. So here's Sakovich. Batch from the left side, and the pitch from Swan hit into shallow left field. Coming on will be Galloway. He'll make the catch for out number one. Sakovich, after that first pitch, flies to Galloway in shallow left field. For the first out, Swan with a one and four record, 7.52 earned run average, 32 and a third innings. He's allowed 40 hits, 27 earned runs, has given up three home runs, walked 15, struck out 29, opponents hitting 294 as the first pitch comes inside to Luke Edwards for ball one. Edwards, the thundering herd, third baseman. Swan making his 10th appearance and eighth start of the season. That ball hit high in the air into center field. Luke Benson getting over and a little bit into left center will make the catch for out number two. 
Two fly balls to the outfield and two outs here in the first inning. Cole Williams, sophomore left fielder will bat. Williams had his first home run of the season yesterday. He's upped his batting average to 308. That's from the left side. And Swan with the pitch to the plate, missed the knees, ball one. Swan, pretty good uh, velocity out there. Delivers the next pitch, caught the outside corner. The count will go one ball and one strike to Williams. Two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. No score. Glad to have you with us on this uh, still a Sunday morning in Murfreesboro. Pitch swung on, ground ball left side. Moving over is Lopez. Throw to first in the turf. Gets away, and the runner will be safe. I think that'll be an error. We'll check for the official score up here and see what they think. Lopez had to go into the hole to field the ball and then made a throw to first that hit the turf in front of the base. Nagishi could not come up with it. So that will be an E6 to allow Williams to reach, and the batter will be Ryan Leach. Right-handed batter, he's the catcher at 305. Has six home runs on the season. The pitch is swung on, grounded, fair. Third base side, Coker a long throw, and this time handled by Nagishi on one hop, and the inning is over. That's a good play by Coker. And threw it on one hop to first base, but uh, we've got a true bounce infield here, all turf. Nagishi able to handle it. And that is all in the first inning. No runs, no hits. There was an error and one left. We've completed one full inning of play. Middle Tennessee nothing, Marshall nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Got one scoreless inning in the books here as we go to the top of the second inning. And it will be right-hander Patrick Copen who struck out the side in the first inning for Marshall. As we mentioned, 6'6", 200 pound, a little bit the same height, but a little bit slimmer than Eric Swan. As the final pitch, Made the throw down to 
second. And Mason Spears ready to stand in for the Raiders here in the second inning. No score. I'll give you a rundown on the scores around the league yesterday. League leader Southern Mississippi took an 8-2 decision over Charlotte there. They've won the first two games in that series and still remain in first place in the league. Here is Spears, looks at a strike call, nothing and one. Copen had struck out 24 in 27 innings, but he struck out the side in the first inning. This pitch sails high and it's one and one to the Blue Raider catcher, Mason Spears at 341 leads the team in the batting average category. The 1-1 pitch caught the outside corner, one and two. Spears got Lopez and Mabry swinging in the first inning, then got Galloway on a call third strike. Pitch comes in high and tight. Count will go to two balls and two strikes to Spears. Raiders in the black jerseys today, the white pinstripe pants. And a count of two and two to Mason Spears. And struck him out with a breaking ball. Four in a row struck out by Copen. Here's Wyatt Morgan, the first baseman. I'm sorry, the, the uh, designated hitter. He is a first baseman by trade, but in the DH spot today in the lineup with Nagishi playing first. One out, base is empty. Breaking ball. That caught the corner for a call strike, nothing at one. Copen doing a good job mixing up his pitches keep the Raiders off stride. The pitch swung on, fouled out of play. Count goes to 0-2 on Morgan. Wyatt hitting 3-0-3 for the season. Was one for five out of the DH spot on Friday. The 0-2 pitch misses outside, ball one. Brett Coker slated to hit next. One ball and two strikes. The count to Morgan and the pitch is swung on, hit high in the air to right field. Right fielder coming on and it will be Schaefer to make the catch. The first ball the Raiders have put in play in this game is a fly ball to right field for out number two. Two up and two down, five in a row. Set down by Copen and the batter is Brett Coker. Checked his swing and the pitch comes in low for ball one. Coker had a good day at the plate yesterday with three out of four. Upped his average to 248. And the pitch swung on, fouled off to the right side. One ball and one strike. This is Copen's fifth start 
eighth appearance of the season. And the count 1-1 one, one to Coker as the pitch comes in, a swing and a miss. Good fastball, one ball and two strikes to the Raider third baseman. The 1-2 pitch, swung on, fouled back into the catcher's mitt, Leach hangs on and that is a strikeout. Coker down on strike, six in a row retired by the Marshall right-hander. No runs, no hits, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning, still scoreless. Middle Tennessee and Marshall on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Looking to make a difference in the lives of the Marshall. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the bottom of the second inning in a scoreless game. Elsewhere around the league yesterday, UTSA beat Old Dominion 8-7. to That was an extra inning ball game, and that series is 1-1 going into the final game today at Norfolk. For Marshall, it will be Schaefer to lead it off. Left-handed batter batting 268. Right fielder takes the first pitch from Eric Swan outside for ball one. Comes right back with a fastball, swing and a miss. One ball, one strike to Kyle Schaefer. Two out of three with an RBI yesterday or Friday rather. Yesterday was a lost day. Swing and a miss. Pitch low and inside, but he went after it. One and two the count. Here's Swan's one-two pitch. Swung out and missed. Schaefer down on strikes. That'll be the first strikeout for the Raider right-hander. And with one out, the batter is Jordan Billups, the center fielder. Team had an off day yesterday with the postponement. They did have a late afternoon workout over at the indoor facility at Marshall. Billups swings and misses at the first offering from Swan, strike one. One out here in the second inning, swing and a miss. 
Swan out in front, two strikes. Swan gets the ball back. He's ready to go, but Billups steps out of the box. Now back in. 0-2 the count. He winds and fires and a bouncing ball to short. Slowly hit. Coker cuts it off. Throws to first and got him. Nagishi may have tagged the runner coming by to throw a little bit to the home plate side of first base, but a 5-3 put out and a good decision by Coker because Lopez was going to have to wait on that slow bouncer and Coker cut in front, got the out at first, four out number two. The batter is Drew Steelhammer, the designated hitter. That's from the right side. Steelhammer was the DH yesterday, 0 for 4. First pitch to him, a strike at the letters, a good fastball. One strike to count to this right-handed batter, stands deep in the box. And the 0-1 pitch, this one hits the turf in front of the plate. Bounces away. One ball, one strike. They have heard the plate umpire says, I got that one. One and one. Bases empty, two outs. We're in the bottom of the second inning, no score. Swan with the pitch and pop foul back out of play. The count will go to one and two on Steelhammer. One, two. Still have her 6-4. Out of Bend, Oregon. The pitch. Ground ball right side. Mabry scoops and over to first in time. Still have out. Second to first for the third out. Nothing to cross. Two ground balls and a strikeout in the second inning. Three up and three down. We have completed two full innings of play. Middle Tennessee nothing and Marshall nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. No scores. We go to the third inning. A reminder that this is the first of a doubleheader, and both games will be seven-inning games. So you have to keep that in mind as we go to the third. Bottom three in the Raiders. 
batting order. Nagishi, Dillingham, and Benson to face the right-hander, Patrick Copen, who's had a little trouble retiring the side in each of the first two innings, striking out five of the six batters he has faced. Here's Nagishi. Blue Raider first baseman, left-handed hitter. And the first pitch likes it that one and fouls it out of play. Strike one to Nagishi. Had one for four in the game yesterday. Comes in hitting 244. Out of junior college in California, native of Tokyo, Japan, has is looking at ball one outside. The count one ball and one strike to Nagishi. Listed at 5'11", 190, not exceptionally big for the position he plays, but he plays it very well. There's a breaking ball caught the outside corner. Count is one and two to Nagishi. Outfield just about straight away for this left-handed hitter. High outside, ball two. Two and two. Nagishi will be followed by Brian Dillingham. Two balls and two strikes. Colpin, the right-hander, delivers. Missed with a breaking ball upstairs. Count goes full at three and two. The first three-ball count he has had on a batter here in the game. Full count to Nagishi, three and two. The pitch is swung on and missed. Chased a fastball, which might have been a little bit outside. Strikeout number six for Copen. He has struck out six of seven, and the batter is Brian Dillingham. Blue Raider right fielder, senior. And here's Copen's pitch. It is swung on, bounced to third. Williams has it. Long throw across into the turf, but handled over there nicely by Sherinci, the first baseman. Score that five to three, third to first for the second out. Dillingham after the first pitch, bounces out to third. Here's Luke Vincent. Now brings up center fielder number seven, Luke Vincent. Here's our guest on the pregame show and talked a little bit about that first Blue Raider home run he hit on Friday. Left-handed hitter. And Copen's pitch, he bunts, and it's going to be outside the line and foul. Third baseman Williams not taking any chances. He made the throw anyway. One strike to Vincent. Pitch comes in low. One ball and one strike. There's a swing and a miss. 
Count to Vincent goes to one ball and two strikes. Two outs, bases empty. Here in the third inning. Swing and a miss. Another strikeout for Copen. He has retired nine in a row and seven of them by strikeout. So we'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Raiders nine up, nine down in the first three innings against this right-hander. No score. Middle Tennessee and Marshall. Huntington, West Virginia on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Karinchi will lead it off in the third inning for Marshall against right-hander Eric Swan, whose first pitch is inside for ball one. Except for a... Uh, Throwing error by Lopez. Swan would have retired the side in order in each of the first two innings. There's a strike call to Carinchi. One ball, one strike. 248 for this right-handed hitter coming into the game. Off-speed pitch caught the knees, and it's one and two to Carinchi. Had two for four and three runs batted in yesterday, or Friday. Keep saying yesterday. Yesterday was a missing day. There's a swing and a miss. Struck him out on a low outside fastball. And that is strikeout number two for Eric Swan. And with one out, the batter is Jordan Blanton, the shortstop. He's a guy you want to keep off the bases if possible. He leads their team in stolen bases with 11. He was 0 for 3, uh, but did get an RBI yesterday. The pitch to Blanton misses inside ball one. Elsewhere yesterday, Western Kentucky made it two in a row over Florida International, 9 to 2. And UAB likewise made it two in a row over FAU, eight to six. All two inside. Two and zero. Oh, the count to Blanton. 
The pitch. This is low ball three. Louisiana Tech, uh, second in the league. Made it two in a row over Rice with a nine to three win yesterday. All of those teams will be playing today. Strike call. Three and one now to Blanton. One out in the third. Right-hander winds and fires. Line shot, base hit, just past Coker, rolling down into the left field corner. That will be the first hit of this ball game, and it will be a double for the number nine hitter, Blanton. It had just passed third baseman, Brett Coker, and rolled down toward the left field corner. So the runner at second base. Better is Sankovic, the second baseman. A left-handed hitter hits uh, 320 on the season. Fly to left in the first inning, went after the first pitch from Swan. This pitch misses outside, ball one. With a left-handed hitter up, Lopez, the shortstop, will play closer to second base to keep an eye on the runner there. So there's a big hole on the left side of the infield. Swan looks back and the pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. There was a lot of daylight between Lopez and the base runner Blanton on that particular pitch. And as we said, when he came up, you have to keep an eye on Blanton because he is a base stealer. And a pickoff play close. Eh? I think they've got him. Swan has picked him off. Blanton tried to get back to the bag. I think the turf held him up. I think the turf monster caught him coming back into the bag. So scored two to six on the putout. That's out number two. Count remains one and one on Sankovic. Pitch to the plate, misses the knees, four ball two, two and one. Sankovic asked for time, steps out of the box. Two balls and a strike. Eric Swan, nice pickup move, pickoff move to second base. Bouncing ball, Mabry moving to his left over the first in time. And that will retire Sankovic. Second baseman, JT Mabry makes a nice play. That's all in the third. No runs, one hit, nobody left. And the totals after three for Middle Tennessee. No runs, no hits, one error. And for Marshall, no runs, one hit, no errors. We are nothing, nothing after three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what will make it sound even better. Oh, yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better, a cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Go to the fourth inning. Man, this right-hander for Marshall has been double tough so far. Patrick Copen out of Belpre, Ohio, Parkersburg Catholic High School. Now that's in West Virginia. I've been there. He has faced nine batters. He has struck out seven. Has allowed one fly ball and one ground ball. And perfect through three is Copen. So we'll start the uh, process all over again with Fausto Lopez stepping in. Blue Raiders shortstop struck out in the first inning. And Copen's pitch, breaking ball, caught the outside corner. Strike one to Lopez. Scoreless here in the fourth. Strike at the knees, a good fastball, and it's 0-2. Copen doing a good job of mixing up his pitches and seems to have control of all of them. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Hit him. Hit him up around the shoulder. Home plate umpire checks. Lopez says, I'm okay. He's at first base, hit by a pitch, and he will become the first Blue Raider base runner of this game. Just when I said he had great location on all of his pitches, he hits him in the shoulder. Here's Mabry. Also a strikeout victim in the first inning. Looks down to third base coach Jordan Getzelman, who flashes some signs. Lopez, always a threat to steal, is at first base. Draws a throw and gets back in time. I think Fausto was thrown out. Yesterday he was thrown out trying to steal. He is five out of eight for the season in that department. Another throw to first and Lopez again back in there. So in the league now, Southern Miss in control with a nine and two record. Louisiana Tech is one game back at eight and three. And then we have UAB at seven and four. Several teams at six and five. Oh, he's hit another batter. Mabry hit in the arm, and he will go down to first. So back to back, batters hit by Copen after he had retired nine in a row. Looking at his season stats. He had uh, previously pitched 
27 two-thirds and had three hit batters. He's had two here in the fourth inning. And here's Galloway. You might be looking for a bunt here as we're getting fairly deep into the seven-inning game. And scoreless, runners first and second. Copen turns and looks back at second base, but no throw. Trying to get Galloway to show his hand if, if he was butting, but uh, no luck there. Galloway was called out on strikes in the first inning as Copen struck out the side. The pitch did not show bunt, took the pitch for ball one. First and second, no outs in the fourth. So the Raiders have got something going here without the benefit of a hit. Got the breaking ball in for a call strike. And it is one and one. Winch seems to be blowing a little bit more toward right and right center at the present time. One ball, one strike to Jackson Galloway. Copen's pitch inside. That one hit him. Hit him on the hand. The Raiders have the bases loaded with nobody out on three consecutive hit batsmen. How many times have you seen that? And we're going to have a visit to the mound. Well, he struck out the side in the first inning and in the fourth inning, facing the same three hitters, he hit all three of them. In fact, he had a two-strike count on Lopez when Fausto got plunked in the shoulder. Mabry got hit on the upper arm, and then that one grazed Galloway's hand. So the bases are loaded with nobody out. And the entire infield gathered around the dirt mound as the meeting is adjourned. Mason Spears, who struck out in the second inning, will be the hitter. Now, as a hitter, you have to be a little loose going up there after three straight guys have been hit. Got to be on your toes. So here's Spears. Copen will pitch out of the stretch. And the breaking ball misses outside for ball one. Outfield is swung around to the right for the right-handed batter with the wind blowing that way. And the left fielder's pulled over a little bit into left center. Center field a little bit into right center. One ball, no strikes. The count to Spears. The pitch on the way is swung on and missed. And it's one and one. Scoreless in the fourth inning of this seven-inning game. The Raiders have loaded them up without a hit. Trying to take advantage of some wildness by the Marshall right-hander. One ball, one strike to Spears. 
Swung on and missed, a breaking ball. That pitch not in the strike zone, but Spears went fishing. Came up empty, it's one and two. All three runners with short leads. And just got the tip end of the bat on a breaking ball to hang in there. One ball and two strikes to Spears. Wyatt Morgan waiting to hit next. Sit here in the press box and watch the beautiful Ohio River behind the left field fence. One and two the count and the pitch. High inside, that one almost hit him in the batting helmet. Got out of the way in time and it is two and two. This is something that drives coaches crazy. How do you figure? The guy's retired nine in a row without breaking a sweat and then hits three in a row. That one almost hit Spears. Two and two the count. And the pitch to the plate. Breaking ball sails in high, ball three. Full count, three and two. Base runners be careful now, no triple play here. Full count, three and two to Spears. Out of the stretch, and hit him in the shoulder. That will force in a run. And the bases will remain loaded and the Raiders lead it by a score of one to nothing on four consecutive hit batsmen. And I can guarantee you he has not tried to hit anybody And the home plate umpire realizes, uh, knows that because there's no warning issued. The batter is Morgan, swings at the first pitch and misses, strike one. One strike to Morgan. Blue Raider DH. He did, he was the first Raider to make contact uh, with a fair ball as he flied to right in the second inning. That's from the left side. Looks at a pitch outside. One and one. The bases are loaded with no outs due to four consecutive hit batters. They say every time you come to a game, you're liable to see something you've never seen before. I don't think I've ever seen that before. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Low and inside, ball two. Came with a breaking pitch. And it's two balls and a strike to Wyatt Morgan. They're playing him a little bit more of, of a pull hitter to right field. But almost the way they played the uh, right-handed hitting Spears, the pitch. Strike call to throw to third, runner back. Mabry diving back. 
in as they had a play call there. Pitch was a call strike and it's two and two to Morgan. Blue Raider baseball coming to you from Huntington, West Virginia today in a much different atmosphere weather-wise than we had on Friday. We've got bright sunshine. Temperature in the mid-50s, the pitch. Morgan hits it high in the air. That will be an infield fly and an automatic out. The uh, first baseman, Carinci, makes the catch anyway, and that is out number one. So one out, bases loaded for Brett Coker. Like to see Brett continue his hot hitting from Friday. He had three hits in the game. He was a strikeout victim in the second inning. Bases loaded, one out. Now, if you're Co if you're a Copen, the pitcher, you're thinking a double play can get me out of this. The pitch misses the knees. Ball one. Raiders with a run here in the fourth inning on four consecutive hit batters. After the pitcher Copen had retired the first nine in a row. One ball, no strikes. Here's the pitch. Hit the breaking ball to short. Out at second. Throw to first is in time and there's the double play he was hoping for. That is a 6-4-3 double play to get Copen and the Thundering Herd out of the inning. One run, no hits, two left. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's Middle Tennessee one, Marshall nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Luke Edwards leads it off. 
for Marshall and takes Eric Swan's first pitch for a call strike. Nothing and one. Edwards fly to center in the first inning. Right-handed batter stands deep in the box and the pitch comes in, hit to left field. Galloway back, warning track, looking up, it's off the wall. Edwards into second base with a stand-up double. Second double in as many innings off Eric Swan. This one hit into left center field. So that is hit number two off the right-hander. And Marshall has the tying run at second with nobody out. The batter is Cole Williams. Reached on a throwing error by Lopez in the first inning. Hits from the left side. There's the look back at second base. The turn and no throw by Swan who picked Blanton off second in the third inning. Pitch, Williams takes outside, ball one. Williams got his first home run of the season yesterday. Swan with a check of the runner and a ground ball to first. Gonna be fielded by Nagishi. The runner will advance to third. Nagishi makes the play unassisted at first for out number one. So now the tying run, 90 feet away at third base with one out. The batter is Ryan Leach. Grounded to Coker at third in the first inning. One out, runner at third base for Marshall here in the fourth. Raiders leading one to nothing. Pitch foul to the screen, one strike. And the pitch. Fastball misses, misses outside, one and one, the count to Leach. 305 hitter. Had two hits and five trips on Friday with two runs batted in. Count one and one. Swan's pitch in the dirt, gets passed. Here comes the runner to the plate. He is gonna be safe. Got in under the tag by Swan. And that's gonna tie the game at a run apiece on a wild pitch. By Eric Swan. Count will be two balls and a strike to Leach. A double, an infield ground ball and a wild pitch and we're tied. There's a ball hit to left field and Galloway got a late start on it. That was gonna drop in front of him. He slipped a little bit on that first step or he might have caught that. It was a 
line drive that was losing a little velocity when it got there, but yeah. dropped in front of Galloway, and it'll be a base hit for Leach. Hit number three off Swan. Here's Kyle Schaefer, who struck out in the second inning. Big left-handed batter as the pitch comes in, low for ball one. So both pitchers in this game have kind of got themselves to blame for that run up on the scoreboard as we're tied at 1-1. Which misses for ball two and it's 2-0. and Runner at first base, Leach with one out. And Swan misses inside, ball three. Three balls, no strikes to Kyle Schaefer. Toss to first and the runner back. All turf infield here except for the pitcher's mound, which is dirt, and all natural grass in the outfield. Three balls, no strikes. To the fastball right in there for a call strike. Three and one. Schaefer appeared to be taken all the way. Three balls and a strike. Throw to first. Almost got away from Nagishi. He handles it. Raiders have a right-hander throwing down in the bullpen. Softly, but throwing. Three and one. Strike two called. Fastball caught the outside corner, and the count is full at three and two. Raider infield looking for a ground ball. Full count, three and two. Schaefer hits it high in the air. Center field, Benson shading his eyes from the sun, moves back, makes the grab for out number two. So two away with a runner at first, and the batter will be Billups. It's right-hander Jaden Ham throwing in the bullpen down the right field fine. In fact, just outside the right field fence. So two outs. Phillips grounded out in the first inning. Right-handed hitter. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Ryan Leach with the base hit to left field is the runner at first base with two outs. Swan looking in for the sign, out of the stretch, and the pitch. Low, blocked by Spears. Count will go to one and one on Phillips. Steelhammer, the DH, would be the next hitter. A run has scored here in the fourth inning on a double, an infield ground ball, and a wild pitch. We are one to one in the fourth.
The pitch, breaking ball will not break, and it is two balls and a strike. The curveball just hung up there, and it's two and one. Right-hander delivers, low and outside, ball three. Second straight batter to have a three-ball count. It's three and one now to Billups. The pitch, check swing, and a strike call. And the count will go full. Three and two. So with two outs, the runner will be moving. There he goes. Bounced foul down the plate. We'll do it all over again. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you from Huntington, West Virginia, the 3-2 pitch. Misses inside, ball four. So that will put runners at first and second with two outs. That's the first walk of the ball game. Drew Steelhammer, the designated hitter, grounded out in the second inning, 0 for 1. Steelhammer, a sophomore. Stands in from the right side, very deep in the box. Game tied 1-1. We are in the bottom of the fourth. There's a swing and a foul out of play to the right. One strike to count to Steelhammer. Marshall runners at first and second, two outs. A run has scored here in the fourth inning. Swan out of the stretch, a swing and a miss. And he's ahead in the count, two strikes. Two steel hammer. Owen to the count. Just missed the knees. Pretty good looking fastball. One and two to Steelhammer. Runners Leach at second and Billups at first. And the pitch to the plate. Bouncing ball to short. Lopez charges. Goes to first, and that is going to retire the side. Stillhammer bounces out short to first. That's all in the fourth. One run. There were two hits. And two men left on base. We've played four full innings in this seven-inning opener. It is Middle Tennessee 1 at Marshall 1. The Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. 
After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the fifth inning in a 1-1 game. So if you're just leaving church on your way to Sunday dinner, catch you up a little bit here on what's been happening in the first game of our doubleheader. The pitcher for Marshall, Patrick Copen, retired the first nine batters in a row, striking out seven. But then he hit the first four batters in the fourth inning. Loaded the bases, and then the fourth batter hit, forced in a run. That's the way the Raiders got their run. And then for Marshall, their run in the fourth inning came on a double, an infield ground out, and a wild pitch. So both teams have scored in uh, not exactly ordinary circumstances in this one-to-one game as Nagishi leads it off in the fifth, ground ball to second. Played easily there by Sakovich over to first, four out number one. Nagishi after the first pitch, grounds out. And the batter is Brian Dillingham. He bounced out to third in his first at bat. That came back in the third inning. Base is empty, one out for the Raiders. We're in the top of the fifth. Shortened up as if to bunt and took it outside for ball one. That brought third baseman Edwards in a little bit. One ball, no strikes. Swung on, high pop up down the left field line. It's going to be fair or fats, fair ball and Dillingham's gonna get a double. I think the wind bothered that one as the third baseman Edwards went out there, the left fielder coming in, Williams, and it hit just fair between both of them. I think the shortstop was out there trying to direct traffic. So there is the first Blue Raider hit, a pop fly down the left field line that falls in between the two fielders for a double. That's the first extra base hit of the year for Dillingham. And the first hit of the game for the Raiders. They have a runner at second with one out. Here's Luke Benson. Third baseman creeping in a little bit, one foot on the green turf. Strike call to Benson. That did not show bunt. A runner at second base with one out. This game tied at one run apiece 
top of the fifth inning, and it's just a seven-inning game, so we're getting late. He did show bunt there, but took the pitch for a strike call, strike two. That noise you hear in the background is a freight train moving by the railroad tracks just past uh, the right field side of the ballpark. Here's the pitch. The line shot right field. That's going to drop for a base hit. Here's Dillingham rounding third. He is going to score, and the Raiders lead it 2-1. to one. On a single to right by Luke Benson. Now maybe we ought to get him on the radio more often. RBI single for Benson. He was our guest on the pregame show. Back to the top of the order. Shortstop, number four. So now the Raiders lead it two to one with Vincent at first. That is his ninth run batted end of the season and Fausto Lopez the batter. And Vincent, as you know, if you follow Blue Raider baseball, likes to run. There's a pitch low and inside, ball one. Vincent, four stolen bases on the season. Takes his lead at first base with one out and draws a throw from the pitcher Copen. So back-to-back hits in the fifth inning, the first two hits of the game for the Raiders and a two-to-one lead. There goes Vincent, the pitch inside and the throw to second base got into the turf. Vincent is safe at second. So that will be stolen base number five for Luke. And the count, two and oh, the inside pitch, not the perfect pitch for catcher to handle with a runner going. But Leach made a good throw to second base. Two balls, no strikes to Lopez. Hits it high in the air and foul. First baseman over. Don't think he's going to have room. It is out of play. Yeah, we'll go to two and one. I think the train is gone by now. Got at least one other park in the league that has train tracks, and that's Western Kentucky, and they run on the other side of uh, the street from the ballpark on the right right field side. Two balls on a strike. There's a good fastball called strike at the knees. Two and two. Raiders on top, two to one. We're in the top of the fifth. Game one of our seven inning first game of the twin bill. And Lopez lets a breaking ball sail high for ball three, three and two. Full count to the Raiders shortstop. Fausto, pretty good day at the plate yesterday. It was three for, or Friday rather, three for five. Full count, three and two. Copen's pitch swung on, hit in the air to left field. Left fielder Williams is going to be there and make the catch. 
And that is out number two. With two outs, the batter is JT Mabry. Struck out in the first. He was the second of four straight hit by a pitch in the fourth inning. JT Mabry. Got hit around the, I think hit on the left arm, up fairly high. So Benson at second base, two outs. Hoping starts him off with a curveball, which is right in there. Nothing and one to Mabry. 2.68 for JT coming into the game. Patrick Copen, tall right-hander. Looks back at second base, swing and a miss. Good fastball, and it is 0-2 to Mabry. Raiders have a run here in the fifth inning and lead 2-1. Jaden Ham has quit throwing in the bullpen. Don't know if he's coming in or not. Runner goes, the pitch outside to throw to third, not in time. Bounces up there. Benson went in head first and got tangled up a little bit with the third baseman, Edwards. Luke, uh, Jordan Getzelman, third base coach, is checking with Luke. So we're going to have the trainer come out and take a look at him. I think he's okay. So that'll be the Benson's second stolen base of the inning. He's at third now. Count of one ball and two strikes to, to JT Mabry. One and two. Runner third now with two outs. Missed inside with a breaking ball, two and two. Right-hander will take the full wind up here with a runner at third. And the 2-2 pitch on the way is swung on and fouled back into the netting. Got holding at two and two. Wind still blowing softly out toward right field. Benson leads at third. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out, and the inning is over. Mabry down on strikes to end the Raider fifth inning, but one run. There were two hits, one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Middle Tennessee 2, Marshall 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. As we go to the bottom of the fifth inning, the Raiders have made a pitching change as right hander Jaden Ham will be checking in. Ham, young man out of Columbia High School. 61190 is sophomore. Comes in with the Raiders leading two to one, so he'll try to hold this lead for Eric Swan and the Blue Raiders. If I can find my stats, I'll give you some numbers on him. Ham two and two with a 4.75, making his 11th appearance. He started a couple of games, 30 and a third innings. He's allowed 27 hits, 16 earned runs, walked 14, struck out 30, has given up four home runs. Opponents hitting 239 for the right-hander Jaden Ham. So he will try to hold the lead here as the Raiders lead it two to one. As Daniel Carinci, the first baseman, will be the first batter to face Ham. Pitch in the turf outside, ball one. Carinci struck out in the third. He's 0 for 1. 248 coming in for this right-handed hitter. Ham with the pitch, low and outside, ball two. Out of Kalioka, Tennessee and Columbia Central High School. Two balls, no strikes. There's a strike just above the knees and it's two and one. That one just missed. Three balls and a strike to Carinci. Leading off the fifth inning for the Thundering Herd. The pitch, strike, fastball right in there, three and two. Coker and Lopez on the left side of the Raider infield. Mabry and Nagishi on the right side. The pitch, strike three call and backed it up with that good fastball and caught him looking. So that is strikeout number one for Jaden Ham. And with one out, the batter is Jordan Blanton, the shortstop. He doubled down the left field line back in the third inning. What was picked off second base. Right-handed batter. 
Strike call, nothing and one to Blanton. Ham trying to hold the lead. The Raiders lead it two to one here in the fifth inning. And the right-hander's pitch just missed outside. One ball and one strike. The youngster's got good velocity on his fastball. The 1-1 pitch. There it is for a strike, another fastball, one and two. One out here in the fifth. Ham with a one-two pitch and struck him out swinging. Spears is going to have to throw to first. There's the out there. Back-to-back strikeouts for Jaden Ham. And with two outs, the leadoff batter, Travis Sankovich, will hit for the third time. He is 0 for 2. The left-handed batter has flied to left and grounded to second. Eric Swan went four innings, allowed one run on three hits. He walked one, struck out two, and threw a wild pitch. And that wild pitch resulted in the only Marshall run of the game to date, back in the third inning. Ball one to Sakovich. Next pitch is a swing and a miss, and it's one and one. Base is empty, two outs in the fifth. Jaden Ham with the pitch, missed outside. Tried to clip that outside corner just a bit wide. Two balls and a strike. There is ball three down low. So the count goes three and one to Sankovich with Edwards on deck. Ham's a quick worker. And the 3-1 pitch on the way, missed inside. That one went all the way to the backstop. Ball four. Second walk. That has been received by Marshall today. And with two outs, a runner at first, the batter is Luke Edwards. Edwards flied out in the first inning, double to left center in the fourth. It's a good hitter hitting 346. He is the thundering herd leading hitter. Strike call, a good fastball from Ham starts him off and count 0 and 1. Runner at first, Sankovic. Ball hit high in the air, shallow right field. Coming on is the right fielder, Dillingham. He'll make the catch for out number three. So Jaden Ham comes in and strikes out the first two batters, walks the next one, and gets Edwards on a fly ball. No runs, no hits, one left. We have completed five full innings of this seven-inning opener. It is Middle Tennessee two, 
and Marshall One on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Take this game to the sixth inning. Raiders leading two to one. Want to give a shout out to our Blue Mater baseball managers because they're the ones who do all the hard work. Chandler Todd, who is the head manager. Noah Bauman, Clay Curtis, and Jace Sandridge. Appreciate them as always. And if we ever need any information, they are right there to give it to us. Also, a uh, a shout out to Lady Raider basketball player Courtney Whitson, who was named the Conference USA Spirit of Service Award for women's basketball this season. Couldn't have gone to a better qualified recipient than Courtney Whitson. Pitch inside, we've got Snyder gonna hit here in the sixth inning for Galloway. Dustin Snyder, a right-handed batter, and slams it into left field for a base hit. And once again, Coach Tolman pulls a rabbit out of the hat as sending in Snyder, who had not had a hit this season to pinch hit for Galloway, and he slams Pitch into left field for a single. That will bring up Mason Spears. Snyder at first base has been used a lot as a pinch runner this season. That's the third hit off Patrick Copen, and the pitch to Spears a little bit low for ball one. Coming into the game, Snyder had appeared in 15 games with two starts, but was 0 for 7 on the season. Now he's 1 for 8. Snyder at first base. The pitch. Got the breaking ball right over. One ball and one strike to count. One and one to Spears. Open out of the stretch, checks the runner at first. He's going. Pitch inside to throw to second. Not in time. Snyder has a stolen base. 
And for Eston, three for three now in stolen bases. Pitch was a ball to Spear, so it's two and one to Mason. Looked back at second. Foul <laughs> right in front of us. So you heard that off the facing of the press box. Two and two. Snyder down at second, 5'9", 170, a freshman. Out of Page High School in Franklin. Two balls, two strikes to Spears. He was 0 for 1 and has been hit by a pitch. He does have an RBI. Throwback to second, not in time. Close play, but Snyder back in there. Spears got his 18th RBI of the season. We got hit by a pitch with the bases loaded. That's getting one the hard way, but an RBI just the same. 2-2 the count to Spears. Top of the sixth inning, Raiders leading 2-1. Got the leadoff man down at second base with no outs. And he just got the end of the bat on a breaking ball and fouled it back. 2-2. Two and two. Count remains. Raiders made a pitching change in the fifth inning, bringing in Jaden Ham, and he got out of the fifth with uh, no damage, a walk and two strikeouts. Another one straight back. Spears is taking aim on us up here in the box. Count holding it two and two. A lot of sunshine, and I don't see a cloud in the sky right now. Beautiful day. 2-2 pitch again. Strike three call. Good fastball over the outside corner. I think Spears knew it. That is out number one. Strikeout number eight for Copen, but the first strikeout since Nagishi struck out swinging in the third inning. I'm sorry, Mabry did strike out to end the fifth. Here is Morgan, takes the pitch outside for ball one. So let's see, three, five, six, seven, eight. That is the ninth strikeout now for Copen in the game. One ball, no strikes to Wyatt Morgan. The runner still down at second base. Now with one out in the sixth inning, Raiders need to get him home. That's Snyder. Look back there and no throw. He will duck back into the bag. Morgan waiting patiently at the plate. One ball and no strikes to the left-handed hitting Wyatt Morgan. The DH today. Outside, ball two. Two and oh. This is getaway day in Huntington, West Virginia, and a doubleheader. Two balls, no strikes. 
The pitch drilled, and it's going to be a one-hopper to the shortstop. Looks at third, no play there, and out at first on a close play. Shortstop Blanton. As Snyder broke for third, looked that way, but decided instead to go to first and got Morgan short to first for the second out. So two outs, a runner now at third, and the batter is Brett Coker. He is struck out and hit into a double play. The pitch, breaking ball, caught the corner, one strike to Coker. Coker, three hits in Friday's game. Like to keep that going. Swing and a foul out of play. That one had a little wrinkle on it also. 0-2 the count now to Brett. Coping out of the full windup with a runner at third and reaching for an outside fastball. Just got it off the tip end of the bat. Fouled it back, count holding at 0-2. Back in his familiar number 13 today. Two strikes the count, Copen's pitch outside for a ball, one and two. Leads from third, gets a glance from the pitcher Copen and the pitch to the plate. Swung on, fly ball, left field, gonna be playable. And Williams over there into left center will make the catch for out number three. And that is all in the sixth. No runs, a hit. Raiders strand a runner at third. We will go to the bottom of the sixth. It's Middle Tennessee two and Marshall one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WTNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Take this game into the bottom of the sixth inning as Jaden Ham will work to the three, four, five hitters for Marshall here in the sixth. Raiders will have Eston Snyder staying in the game. He'll play right field 
Right fielder Brian Dillingham shifts over to left field. Schneider will hit in the number three spot in Galloway's spot in the batting order as he batted for Galloway and got a base hit in the sixth inning. Swing and a miss, strike one. Cole Williams leading it off here in the sixth for Marshall. He's been safe on an error and grounded to first, 0-4-2. Jaden Ham in relief, pitches, swing and a miss. And the count will go to 0-2 on Williams. Williams, Leach, and Schaefer here in the sixth inning for Marshall. Ham with the 0-2 pitch, right down the middle. Strike three call. Williams looks surprised at the call, but that pitch was right down Main Street. That is strikeout number three for Ham since coming in. One out, base is empty. Here's Ryan Leach. He is grounded to third and single, one for two. As one of their three hits. Each team with three hits in the game. Raiders leading it two to one. Ham's pitch, strike call. Fastball over the outside corner. Nothing and one. And the pitch misses outside here. He checked and did not go. As the appeal made to the first base umpire, one ball and one strike. Is the count. Check swing, and that one is a strike caught the outside corner, I think. As he checked his swing on that one, one and two. Swung on, popped high in the air. That'll be back over our heads and out of play. So the count will hold at one ball and two strikes. Ham's pitch, strike three, caught the outside corner. That was a breaking ball and a good one. Leach called out on strikes for the second out. Four strikeouts now since coming in for Jaden Ham. And the batter is Kyle Schaefer. Schaefer struck out and flied to center, 0 for 2. Another left-handed batter. First pitch to him, misses inside with a heater. One ball and no strikes. Two for three yesterday for Schaefer. Misses ball two, breaking ball, a little bit low. Schaefer had a home run. I think that came off Siebert Friday. Swing and a miss. Full swing there. Nope, Schaefer's home run came in the second inning off Keenan. First of three Marshall home runs in the game. Two balls and a strike. Fastball misses inside, three and one. 
Two outs, bases empty. Two to one Raiders. We're in the sixth. Three one count to Schaefer. And he missed outside with ball four. So that is the second base on balls allowed by Ham. Tying run down at first base with two outs, and the batter is Jordan Phillips. Phillips, the center fielder. He's grounded to third and walked. Phillips was the only Marshall batter that uh, Eric Swan walked in four innings. Swan pitched four, gave up one walk, had two strikeouts, one run on three hits. Throw to first and the runner back. Two outs here in the sixth. Ham comes set. And a swing and a miss. A good breaking ball. Nothing in one to Billups. Ham's fastball in the low 90s. And a pretty good breaking ball as we've seen here on a couple of occasions. There's a strike at the knees and he changed speeds a little bit with a change up that fooled Billups and it's 0-2. Schaefer, the runner at first with a two-out walk. Swung on and fouled out of play. Went after a high breaking ball and the count holds at 0-2 to Jordan Billups. Caught myself trying to say Chauncey Billups. He's a basketball player, isn't he? Two strikes the count to Billups. And the pitch. Struck him out with a breaking ball. That is all in the sixth. Ham strikes out the side with a walk in between. And that is now five strikeouts in two innings for the Raider right-hander, Jaden Ham. Six innings have been played here. Your totals for Middle Tennessee, two runs, three hits, one error. And for Marshall, one run, three hits, no errors. Two to one Raiders as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com.
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS. We go to the seventh inning, and of course the uh, the last inning in this shortened uh, first game of a doubleheader. Raiders will have the bottom three in the order coming up. Nagishi, Dillingham, and Luke Benson. And we've got a new pitcher out there for the Thundering Herd, number 32. We'll check him out for you. Carter Lyles, 6'3", junior, out of Madison, West Virginia. So Lyles takes over for Copen. He's a right-hander. And Nagishi will be the first man he will face and a swinging strike. Starts Nagishi off. Carter Lyles making his 10th appearance of the season all in relief. Ground ball to first. Serenci has it. He'll make the play unassisted for out number one here in the seventh. Lyles with a 2-0 record, 6.11 earned run average in 17 and two-thirds. He's allowed 16 hits, 12 earned runs. He's walked only three and struck out 14. He has allowed two home runs. One out in the seventh. There's a bunt. Dillingham right back to the mound. Didn't want to put it there. And the throw to first in time. Dillingham trying to bunt his way on here, but butted it right straight back to the pitcher. And there's two up and two down here in the seventh for Luke Benson. Benson drove in the go-ahead run with a single in the fifth inning. He is one for two with a... Single and a strikeout, the pitch. Takes a strike at the knees, nothing and one. Lopez would be the next hitter if Benson can get on. Here in the seventh. Pitch high, outside. Ball one, one and one. Swing and a miss. Benson chased the fastball. It's one and two. Eric Swan's start today much better than his previous start against Western Kentucky. Swung on, hit high in the air down the right field line and deep. The right fielder near the wall, and that one's gone. Luke Benson. Boy, what a nice left-handed swing Benson has, and he hit it out of the ballpark and almost tripped over third base as he rounds the bases. Touches home plate, and it's a 3-1 to one Blue Raider lead, and Benson's second home run in two days. His first two Blue Raider home runs have come here in West Virginia. So it's three to one. There is a strike call to Lopez. Gives the Raiders a little bit of an edge now in this seven inning game. Lopez pops it up in the infield. Who wants it? 
Second baseman near the bag will take it. Sankovich makes the play for out number three. But a Luke Vincent home run has given the Raiders a three to one lead as we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Middle Tennessee three, Marshall one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. This is the final inning in this uh, first game of the doubleheader for Marshall. It will be the 7 8 9 hitters to face Jaden Ham. Ham came on in relief of Eric Swan, pitched the fifth and the sixth. Struck out uh, five of the six outs that he's recorded and had a couple of walks as Steelhammer fouls the first pitch out of play, strike one. Steelhammer has grounded out twice in this game to once to second and again to short. One strike to count. Ham with the pitch. Swing and a miss, and the count is 0-2. Good fastball from the right-hander. No balls and two strikes to the leadoff man here in the seventh. And missed outside with a breaking ball, one and two. Raiders leading three to one. We're in the bottom of the seventh. Just missed the letters, bit high, two and two now to Steelhammer. The two-two pitch, missed outside, ball three. Full count now to the thundering herd designated hitter. And the pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out swinging. Steel hammer down on a Jordan Ham fastball about letter high. And a strikeout number six for Ham. And with one out, the batter is the first baseman, Daniel Carinci. He has struck out twice. Once swinging, once called. 
Swing and a foul out of play to the right. Strike one. Carinchi's right-handed batter against the right-hander. Ham's pitch inside, almost hit it. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. Little tap, that's gonna be a tough play for Lopez. Over to first and got him. Nice job, Fausto Lopez had to charge on that Slowly hit ground ball, which just got by the pitcher's mound. Lopez made the play, and that is out number two. Jordan Blanton, the shortstop, has doubled and struck out. He's hitting out of the number nine spot in the batting order. Two outs in the seventh. Jaden Ham with the pitch right in there, strike one call. I feel straight away for this right-handed batter. Ball one is outside, one and one. Mr. Callow knows the hardest out to get in a seven-inning game. It's the 21st. There's a pitch outside, two balls on a strike. Hoping to have John back with us on Tuesday when we go to Lipscomb. Two balls on a strike, high ball three. Ham has walked a batter in each of his two previous innings. There he is behind here to Blanton. Three balls on a strike and there's ball four up high. Now you get to the top of the order and you've got some guys that can uh, get the ball out of the park up here. Runner first with two outs, third walk allowed by Jaden. And the batter is Travis Akovich, second baseman who has slide to left, grounded out and walked. Ham walked him back in the fifth inning. Sakovich standing deep in the left-hand hitter's box. A little bit of an open stance. Pitch to the plate, right in there, strike one called. He represents the tying run at the plate. One strike to count. Ham checks the runner at first. Outside, ball one. One and one. Ham comes set. The one-one pitch. Strike on the outside corner. One ball, two strikes. Blanton who walked, the runner at first. Here's the one-two pitch, and a swing and a foul back. Count holds, a ball and two strikes to Sakovich. 320 hitter coming into the game. 
Batting leadoff was three for four on Friday. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch, breaking ball, misses high, two and two. Bottom of the seventh, two outs. Raiders leading three to one, runner at first. And a 2-2 count on the batter, Sankovich. And he fouled it off to the left. Ham looking into Mason Spears. Right-hander comes set and delivers. Ground ball to third. Coker up. Takes the long throw to first. In time, and this ball game is over. Sakovich grounds out. Third to first for the final out. And Jaden Ham came in out of the bullpen and pitched three very good innings. No runs, no hits. He walked to three, but struck out six. And the Raiders take the first game of the doubleheader by a score of three to one. Stay with us now, and uh, in just one minute, we will come back, wrap it up for you, and then we'll get ready for game two. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Back uh, with you in Huntington, West Virginia. The Raiders have won the first game of this uh, doubleheader, a seven-inning game, by a score of three to one. We'll give you a brief wrap-up here, and then we'll uh, take a break and uh, come back with game two in about half an hour. But the Raiders. Uh, scored first in the game in the fourth inning after the Marshall starting pitcher, Patrick Copen had struck out seven of the first nine batters, got the side down in order in each of the first three innings. Fausto Lopez leading off the fourth inning was hit by a pitch. So he was the first base runner for the Raiders. And then uh, Copen proceeded to hit three more batters in a row, Mabry, Galloway and Mason Spears were all hit by pitch. Spears with the bases loaded to drive in a run, the first run of the game. 
and the Raiders led one to nothing. And then in the bottom of the fourth inning, after uh, Eric Swan had pitched three good innings, Edwards led off the inning with a double, went to third on a ground ball, and with one out, Ryan Leach, the batter, Swan threw a wild pitch, and Edwards scored. Leach uh, went on to, to single, and he walked another batter in the inning, but got out of there with a run and two hits, and after four innings, it was tied at one to one. In the fifth inning, Eston Snyder batted for Galloway. We'll try to find out if Galloway was, was injured, uh, maybe on that hit by pitch, I don't know, but uh, Snyder was called on to pinch hit, got his first Blue Raider hit, a single to left field, stole second base, and uh, but was not able to, Raiders were not able to bring him around. I'm talking, I'm sorry, I'm one inning ahead of myself. In the fifth inning after the first man went out, uh, Dillingham doubled to left field and Luke Benson drove him in with a single to right. And that made it two to one Raiders going into the bottom of the fifth and that's when Jaden Ham came onto the scene to strike out the first two men he faced and retire the side. So it was two to one after five, no scoring until the seventh when Luke Benson with two outs and the bases empty drilled his second home run in as many days or second home run in as many games out of the park uh, down the right field line in the seventh inning. That made it three to one and Jaden Ham came on to retire the side in the seventh for the Raider win. Final totals on this game for Middle Tennessee, three runs, four hits, one error. The Raiders stranded four. And for Marshall, one run, three hits, no errors. They left six men on base. The winning pitcher is Ham. His record now three and two. And Patrick Copen takes the loss. His record one and two. And the time of the game, an hour and 58 minutes. We will take that every time. For the Raiders, uh, the highlight would be Luke Vincent's second home run of the series and second home run of his Blue Raider career, which provided a little cushion for the Raiders in that last inning as they had led 2-1 to one going into the bottom or to the top of the seventh, and Vincent made it 3-1 to one there, and then Ham retired the side in the seventh. So... All in all, a, a good outing in a, in a very closely contested game. Played in less than two hours. We're thankful of that. We will uh, let you uh, rest a little bit between games and should be back with game two right around 2.30. TJ, let's say we'll take it back at 2.30 for game two of the doubleheader. So that's going to wrap it up here for game one. This is Dick Palmer in Huntington. Stay with us now. We've got another baseball game coming your way in about 25 minutes or so. You are listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGN.